You know, there's many different ways you can support the Trendaholic or the Voice Junkie podcast. One of those ways is doing something you normally do in your personal life. Like, I don't know, stream movies. So in that light, you can accept with graciousness the gift of seven days free from Apple TV Plus on your boy. Yes, me, Chuck, from the Voice Junkie podcast is giving away a free week of Apple TV Plus. I mean, it's a free trial. If you want to support the podcast, hit the link below in the description box. It'll bring you right to the page so you can get that free week Apple TV Plus. My petals are soft and silky. Let's go. my shades, so do not be afraid. Voice Junkie. To get picked by the thorn. Episode 66. Well, I'm here, I'm someone to Episode 66, let's go. But if you in my heart should someday drift apart, I'll make sure to give you these blessings because they're all the shorties out there. Let's go, Valentine's. It's still February. Ain't it like women's month or some shit like that? They can't even give us our own month without giving it to somebody else. Let's go. Roses. Voice Junkie, episode 66. Let's get to it. Unfortunately, I ain't got no love. Or roses for Florida right now. You know, Florida, Florida is such a weird place, man. It's it's a beautiful state. Uh, if you haven't been out there, they call it the sunshine state for a reason. Because, yeah, man, it's, you know, for the most part, there's sunshine. Except for the cloudy storms or rain clouds that come by every once in a while sporadically. But, yeah, it's a sunshine state. Problem with this place is, like, it's like that good-looking girl... Like, if you ever been out to a club and you see that good looking girl, you spot her from the corner of your eye and she in the, you know, on the other side of the club and she's beautiful. She looks good. But then, you know, you try to go and approach her and then, you know, you get some conversation with her. And then you learn real quick that it's not much upstairs. The exterior is beautiful, but the interior is empty. And that's Florida. The exterior is beautiful. Sunshine, palm trees, blue water, everything. But the interior, the, the guts of that shit is just dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it, it's dark because, you know, every now and then you get these stories. I mean, the politics down there is the big problem for me. You know, there's a lot of oppressive laws that get passed down there. A lot of laws that endanger even their own citizens down there. And then the citizens are just seemingly okay with it because they're just blinded by all the stuff I said before. A lot of residents out there don't look from within, it seems like, because they're so distracted by all the exterior things. And when I say that is this, the Florida book ban law, you know, there's juicy stories that keep coming out. Let me read this little thing that I, this little shindig that I, I picked up. 
here just to give you a little background of what's going on with the Florida law. So, okay, I'm reading this article. This is from The Prospect. The attacks on education are coming at the school board's level as well. According to PEN America from 2021 to 2022, more than 130 school districts across 32 states have instituted some sort of book ban. Of these bans, the report notes that more than 40% dealt with LGBTQ um, themes or had a person of color as a protagonist or secondary character. At the state level, the most notable example is Florida's Stop Woke Act, which was passed last year and prohibits, among other things, content that teaches that a person's quote-unquote status as privileged or oppressed is dependent on their race or sex. The act is just one part of Florida Governor's Ron DeSantis's multi-pronged attack on quote-unquote woke intro uh, wait woke indoctrination in education let me pause <laughs> i couldn't even say that word because they invented that word all right let me get to these fucking people this is culture wars man these guys are these guys are so good at this stuff man republicans specifically they are masterful at distracting the masses with bullshit like this look at now i am having a topic on my podcast on my show about books being banned from a state, from education, from kids having access to. Think about that. We should be talking about healthcare. We should be talking about minimum wage on a federal level being increased. We should be talking about a whole slew of things. <laughs> but we talking about books. Because these people, they intentionally do these things, man. There's distractions. They distract you with the culture wars. Brown people crossing the border. Uh, the transgender people trying to indoctrinate your kids. Uh, this, that, and the third. They throw all of these things. Like it's like it's almost like yo, why they, they're robbing the bank in front of you. They they also point to the other side, and say squirrel, and everybody else looks to the squirrel while they continue to rob the bank. This is what's happening, man. Like this is goofy. This is goofiness at its highest level. This stop woke act that they passed last year, we all knew it was goofy. And if you didn't know it was goofy then, you're going to like the Floridians. Again, back to the Floridians. When he passed this goofy ass law last year, did not one of you out there think, hmm, this sounds like this could go really wrong. Like a bunch of books that my kids actually need to teach them about diversity in the, of the world. Forget America and Florida. There's a whole world outside of Florida. Believe it. It's a whole world outside of Florida. I'm so annoyed by all of this because it's just a red herring, man. They're distracting. I'm not saying that this isn't important because it is. But we allow them to distract us with things like this that shouldn't be as important because we shouldn't even have a discussion about books. And what's appropriate and what's not. We shouldn't have this discussion because we all know what it is. They're just banning books that's got something to do with a message coming from brown folks and, and, and people that aren't, you know, Caucasian, Aryan, white. That's just the reality. That's the truth. That's what it all is. It's, it's a hateful law and it shouldn't have been passed in the first place. And as a Floridian, you guys should not allow this stuff to happen. You shouldn't have a governor like this just spreading hate because that's all it is. He's just he's just pandering to the hate group that likes this stuff. 
So let me just break down how disastrous the law continued to be and why um, now um, there's some backlash to Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis is popular in his state. His people like him. Everybody outside of the state of Florida sees how grotesque he is as a legislator and he's just a Trump knockoff. And we all see that except for Floridians. He, he's he's over here passing these goofy laws and now it's starting to bite him in the ass because one of the books that was removed from the shelves is the Roberto Clemente story. You know, so they had to remove Roberto Clemente. If you don't know who he is, he's a famous Puerto Rican major league baseball player who died in the 60s on a humanitarian run to his country in a plane crash. Um, very important guy, you know, for that culture and I mean, there's no bad things about Roberto Clemente. And in his book, he talked about some of the things he had to go through as a Spanish, you know, especially him. He was a darker Spanish man. And he was just talking about some of the things he had to go through on his way up to becoming a major league baseball player. And a lot and some of those things were uh, racial discrimination. I mean, he's just telling his life story. And a book like that would, would be red flagged because it would be in violation of their woke act. You get what I mean? So that's how fucking goofy that law is. So now you have teachers who are just proactively just pulling anything they think can be red flagged. So now you see just empty bookshelves everywhere. And you're probably saying, why are the teachers doing that? Because the law also allows goofy ass parents, hate mongers to sue the teachers if deemed necessary. If they feel like the teachers is teaching or, or, or trying to make their kids be woke. The whole thing is just goofy. You know, also part of the law, you can't teach uh, critical race theory. That's scrapped from law. It's just one bad thing after another. And it's like, why is this stuff being allowed? You know, and um, let me continue to read this article just to give you some more context. Um, DeSantis has largely focused on K through 12 schools, which is, you know, obviously elementary through high school. And but has also set his sights on higher education. College Board's original advanced placement AP African American Studies course was rejected in Florida under the Stop Woke Act. So that goes back to the uh, no teaching critical race theory. The article continues, uh, which led to its revision to exclude certain themes related to black history and figures such as Andre Lord and Bell Hooks. Um, Haymarket Books Move is a uh, direct response to growing agitation and over-progressive ideas being taught. So um, Haymarket Books is a big publishing company um, that's, you know, prominently a left wing. Um, so, you know, you have a lot of people of color there that produce books and, you know, all people of walks of life over there. And they are taking it upon themselves to be proactive and say, hey, fuck Ron DeSantis. We'll give out books for free. Uh, they said they'll they'll be sending um, Black History books uh, for free to anyone and sending free print copies to be, uh, requests made out of Florida. So they're they're being proactive, and that's what you do about uh, with hateful acts like that. You just be proactive and you 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 speak loudly and you do the right thing. And I love what those publishers are doing. They're saying, hey man, they may be pulling the books off the shelves, but you know what? We're gonna make it be where we can have you guys can have access to it somehow some way and um you know when i think about this i think about what happened during the middle ages uh what they did so a lot of people don't understand when we had the dark ages what happened was when rome fell and all those things happened we had the dark ages and when the dark ages happened 
they burned down all the libraries, right? So everyone couldn't read. No one can learn anything. Mathematics, science, you know, the works. So churches became the de facto libraries, essentially. So churches stayed around. They were able to, you know, teach new people their way of life, but also teach them education. So it was really cool what the churches did, but let's be real. They also kept themselves alive so they can have new followers as well. So, you know, it's a give and give, you know, no problem with that. But the dark ages is amongst us today. There's no different. You know, when you have um, states like Florida, Texas and others following each other, they're just essentially putting us in the dark ages and they're, they're teaching us what they deem necessary and really that just sounds like some nazi germany shit to be honest that's just i mean that's dictatorship 101 that's authoritarianism 101 i mean it's it's amazing where we are today where we make so much progress and then make so much uh and take so many steps backwards so you know florida please get your shit together challenge ron DeSantis or this woke act Tell them to get rid of it because all it's going to do is cause more harm than help. Louis Vuitton tapping musical artist and producer Pharrell Williams as its new men's creative director. Robert Frank joins us right now with more on this strategic move from the luxury brand giant LVMH. Robert, what's behind the move? Well, Becky, as you say, investors happy about this LVMH shares up 21 percent this year. Up again today, now a market cap of over $440 billion. It is the most valuable company in Europe. CEO Bernard Arnault closing in on a net worth of close to $200 billion. He is the richest person in the world right now. LVMH announcing yesterday it's hiring Pharrell Williams. And this is part of a strategy not just for being a luxury goods company, but what Arnault calls a culture company. They're tapping into music, art, movies, even sports to create hype and attention. LVMH is a part owner of Rihanna's cosmetics line, Fenty Beauty. And Tiffany, which is now owned by LVMH, did that famous partnership campaign with Jay-Z and Beyonce for an ad campaign. A new line with Japan's top-selling female artist is now sold out in many stores. But this Pharrell move is its biggest bet yet on mixing pop culture and luxury. Louis Vuitton is now the biggest fashion brand in the world. It has doubled sales over the past four years to over $20 billion a year. So that's just the Louis Vuitton brand. That's one of 75 maisons at, Louis, at LVMH. The profit margins at Louis Vuitton now at about 50%. You know what, y'all? I'm going to put y'all on a free game, all right? Just free of charge from yours truly, Chucky Booker, baby, all right? In order to really get to the bottom of a topic or to really have a meaningful topic, first you have to have the understanding that the business of things is always the true story. So remember that every time you hear a story, always think about the business of things. How does it make sense on a business level? How does it make sense on a macro level? So yes, Pharrell Williams becomes a new head of LVNH, the new creative director for LVNH, once held by the great Virgil. Uh, former designer, head designer, also of Off-White. So when you hear these things, that clip you heard was from CNBC. So like I said, with my quote, I said, it's always about the business of things. And hiring Pharrell is good business. 
It's nothing but good business. The guy has a resume that speaks for itself. He's been doing fashion for over 20 years on his own. You know, BBC Club, Ice Cream. I had Ice Cream Kicks. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, you know, uh, his other um, brand through Adidas, Human um, Race or however, whatever it's called, Human. Um, I mean, he even has skincare products. The guy is one of one. Pharrell is definitely that. All right. So, the, the business side of things makes sense as to why they hired him. But I, I just wrote down an, a couple other tidbits that really perked my ears up and caught my attention that I wanted to talk about. That was just more important than just Pharrell getting the job. I wanted to talk about the business part of it. Like you heard what the guy said. He started riddling off all these big, large numbers like the company itself that owns LVNH or LVNH itself as a house owns so many different brands. The market cap is over 400 billion dollars it's the largest fashion house in the effing world all right uh you know just like kanye said he was going on all these shows and he'd be name dropping and trying to get you know credit and, and feel special because of name dropping guys like bernard arnault you know you heard what the guy said he's worth over 200 billion dollars he is the most wealthiest man person in the entire free world all right not elon not Elon, is Bernard, okay, so that's why Kanye kept name dropping this guy, because he knew how significant, you know, this man was, and how important he is when it comes to the world of fashion, clearly, I mean, 200 billion dollars speaks for itself, so with them wanting to tap into lifestyle, I mean, it's perfect, I mean, this is just all good business all around, what I just said about Pharrell and all his accolades, it's all lifestyle oriented. There's fashion, there's skincare products, there's music, there's all of these things that Pharrell has had a hand in over the last couple decades. So, you know, it just makes all the sense in the world. Of course, the stock price is going to be up 21%. Of course, shareholders are going to be elated and, and happy because they know Pharrell's going to bring back more money to that company and he's going to stock more money into those uh, shareholders' pockets. That's at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. Now, now we get to a bigger topic. I mean, this is all good, but the grand scheme of things is how do we in our community build up our own Bernard or not? How do we do that? How do we get our own person in our community that's wealthy like this? That's a, a, a puppeteer almost like he's controlling so many facets of the world. Really, this one man, you know? One man should not have all this power, you know, <laughs> it's the truth. So just imagine what he controls in this industry. I mean, he could just say, no, uh, -uh. and that's it. You're done. You are done. He is bigger than Adidas and shit. He might be even on the level of Apple just by himself and, 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 and all these other big, uh, multi-corporate entities like Nike and all these places like Bernard is him. <laughs> when he walk in the room, he's him. So um, I just thought this news was great. I mean, at the end of the day, Pharrell's going to do a hell of a job, yo. He's going to have, you know, all this type of styles you want. You're going to want to cop some stuff. He's going to add colors. He's going to, you know, who doesn't love colors? So, you know, Pharrell's going to add colors. He's going to add all of these things that bring in a greater amount of people to the tent as far as a consumer base. So 
It's a no-brainer, man. It's a really good business move on on the part of LVNH. But again, we have to figure out as a community, how can we build up uh, our own Bernard and all? Because um, renting and selling our culture, our lifestyle to people like this is why we are where we are. But not to take away from Pharrell and taking this opportunity because he should have taken this opportunity. Now, the question is, what does he do after this? So we'll all pay attention and find out. I trust the guy and I support him wholeheartedly.